Here's your tip. Start your show on time. Tony B., welcome you to another edition. It is your Tony Basilio show, breaking it down scientifically with you on a John Adams Thursday. Rice fans, rice fans, rice fans. Great day to be alive and well with you. We've got a lot to talk about today. Very little time to get there. Brian, do we have... uh, do we have uh, our boy today or tomorrow? Our boy uh, Berkey. Is that today or tomorrow, Bry? Talk to me. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. The sun going to come out tomorrow. You going to bet your bottom dollar they're going to be sun. By the way, listener watch party to the stars. I've had tons of people already tell me they're planning on coming out. Listener watch party to the stars tomorrow. Uh, is going to be um, Tennessee baseball watch party is going to be on Saturday. It's a three o'clock first pitch, right, Bry? Yes. Plaster. Hopefully, con- hopefully, no lightning delay. Plaster confused me yesterday. He was like three o'clock your time, four o'clock our. I was like, whatever, dude. He had me all. Plaster had me all turned around. Hey, Dixon, you ever do that when? You're somewhere, and you know the start time of something, but somebody says it's another time, and then you get kind of confused, or you're talking to somebody in the central time zone, and which was what happened to me yesterday on Plaster Show, and then all of a sudden I was like, well, wait a second here. What time does the game start? Uh, that, yeah, that, that's happened on here a few times. You mean like when Brian gets the facts and the figures confused, that's kind of what you're thinking about? Uh, well, yeah, but usually usually it's not Brian that gets them mixed up. Well, Brian really does get the facts and the figures confused. I look I mean, we've, we've had some time zone issues in the past before, so. Brian, do you like the time zones? Where are you, Brian, on the time zones? And by the way, we're down the central time zone this weekend. So that's a 2 o'clock start down there. Well, I just think the time zone should be. Everything east of the Alabama-Mississippi border up north should be eastern time zone. But that's just me. Nashville should be eastern time zone. Alabama should be eastern time zone. Well, I knew today was going to be. But I'm sure they disagree. I knew today was going to be a good day. John Adams presented by our friends of Seniors Helping Seniors. And I knew today was going to be a good day when I got the following email this morning. And I'm going to... Bring John Adams in here without further ado. John Adams presented by Seniors Helping Seniors. Uh, John, um, I-, I sent this to you, and I didn't get a reply from you, so I'm just going to give it to you here. John Adams' interview with Paul F. yesterday. I heard him on there. He gave his proposed Tennessee football schedule in 2024. When he's on your show today, ask him what the hell he was smoking when he came up with that list. Good God. Five exclamation points. John, in other words, welcome to the program. How you doing, buddy? Hey, what's up, Tony? Uh, Great seeing you, by the way, Saturday night. Uh, yeah, really, you really enjoyed. Wife. That was incredible meeting her. Incredible. Really enjoyed uh, your band. Lauren is a is quite a star. Uh, I could see her kind of, and don't take this the wrong way. 
uh, I could see her kind of using you guys as a stepping stone and probably moving on no. to bigger and better things, but she, maybe not. She never maybe. heard of the monkeys because I, 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 not your stepping stone. Uh, so, uh, Favorite monkey song. Do you have one? Take the last train to Clarksville. How about those monkeys? What a freak show that was. Yep. Uh, anybody can make it in America if they try. Anybody. Uh, proof of that. So, uh, yeah, so maybe that uh, that emailer wasn't a fan of the teams I picked for Tennessee. Uh, Blake Tobmeyer and I did it on our SEC Unfiltered podcast. Mm-hmm. We pretty much came up very similar. I had Alabama. All right, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm writing this down for the okay. for the sake of uh, the blog tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to okay. run the email, and then I'm going to say Alabama. Check. Georgia. Check. Oklahoma. Check. Texas. Check. Vanderbilt. Check. Kentucky. Check. Missouri. Check. Florida. I mean, John, what, are you smoking something? Before you guys did that, I mean, can, can you, you know I don't smoke. I can don't you do make drugs. it any harder? And no, I don't think it's. Uh, here's what. Look at the strength of schedule you build up with that. Okay, first of all, hey Dixon, these guys got Alabama, Georgia. I mean, I thought we were doing the eight game thing to get away from these teams, Matt. We're playing them all. We're going to play Oklahoma and Texas too, Matt. You know we're going to get screwed in this thing. You know Alabama's going to get an easy assignment, Matt, because Saban cried. You know that. When's the reveal, by the way, Brian? When's the big reveal? Thursday. Next week? No, wait. It's Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Okay. June 14th. Of course, the way the SEC operates, it will postpone that. We'll table that reveal for maybe July. Uh but here's the thing about let's delve a little deeper into my proposed schedule. First of all, I'm looking for teams. Golly, that's my phone dog. Uh, I'm looking for teams. Uh, I want good games, okay? So, first of all, Alabama. Um, you got to play Alabama. fans. That's the game fans want. And you really need to play Georgia. I mean, it's a border rival. And that's the team that Tennessee needs to to beat. You play those two teams, it won't hurt you strength of schedule-wise. Okay, Oklahoma. What did Oklahoma just do? This is not Oklahoma of Barry Switzer's days or even Lincoln Riley's days. How long do you think Brent Venables will be the coach at Oklahoma? Matt, you going to let him do this to the Vols? Did you listen to me, Tony? Matt? Matt? Maybe two more years. Okay. I mean, their program is not flourishing right now. All right, Texas. We are all This has been a constant theme ever since Matt Brown left. It's, well, this could be the year Texas turns around. They are a gathering storm this year. They're they're a gathering storm. They're pretty good, John, this year. They're going to be a gathering storm, man. What are you trying to do to the balls? Are you trying to kneecap Hypel? No. Who would you rather have as I your coach? You like Heupel. 
I do like hypo. What what has Steve Sarkeesian ever done? I can't figure out what you're what you're. Why why would you make that schedule so hard and then go on there and? What has Steve Sarkeesian ever done? Who would you rather have as your coach, Josh Heupel or Steve Sarkeesian? Check out Texas's deep. Tennessee beat Texas. Okay, and then okay, that's four games. Then look at the rest of it. Florida just had a losing season. It's headed for another losing season. Vanderbilt, you know what that means. Kentucky, you know what that means. Missouri, that's 60 points. So those are four games you're going to win. You're, so all you have to do is win two of the other four and you're in the playoffs. Plus, I'll get to see the Sooner Schooner, my favorite thing in college football. I get, I get to see... Bevo, I get to see Bevo Las Vegas, yeah, in Alabama. Well, I get to see Nick Saban. So. Hey Matt, <laughs> do you think that would be a fair draw for the Vols in twenty twenty four? I know his answer. Yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty fair. I mean, it's it's an SEC schedule, so I mean, you you know you're not going to. I mean, not Alabama and Georgia obviously are, are kind of the at the top of the league, although I, I think LSU's probably better than Bama this year. See, I agree with John, you there. John's right about Oklahoma and Texas. Why, why should either of those teams scare anybody at the top of the SEC? Thank you, Matt. I'm, I'm glad to hear that because how long have we been hearing how good Texas is going to be? I, I mean, it seems like it's about 12 or 13 years. And the ticket value is much better with that schedule. Well, I mean, you're going to play two of them at home. And there is Tennessee now has one of the best, maybe as good a home field advantage, I think, as anybody in college football. And honestly, when I look at this year's schedule, I don't, when I look at sure losses, I don't look at Alabama's as a sure loss. I agree with that. I know you're playing at Brian Denny Stadium, but. I'd rather have a quarterback than a stadium. Alabama doesn't have a quarterback. You saw that when they took the Notre Dame guy. That was a that was a very strong admission. Uh, hey, we don't know what we're going to do with our quarterback situation here. Might not be top of the line. And in playing Georgia here, and I think Georgia's you know the favorite to win the national championship. It should be. But his quarterback has still got to produce. We haven't seen him produce. I assume it'll be Carson Beck, but he may be really good. And if he is, Georgia will win this thing going away. But playing at Neyland Stadium, Tennessee is the toughest game on Georgia's schedule. By far. And I and I think a lot of this, Tony, when people look at Tennessee, they look at Tennessee as to what it used to be, what it was under Butch Jones and Jeremy Pruitt and Derek Dooley. They don't look at it what it is now. Tennessee is a problem for teams. Its offense is a problem. Defense defense is really struggling. You need to have a superstar defense like George's to contain Tennessee's offense. Look what Alabama I mean, I don't I don't remember Matt or Brian might remember how many Alabama defensive players were drafted. Um Let's see, I can think of two, three, four right away. But anyway, 
Tennessee scored 52 points on Alabama. That one, uh, that, oh, that one that DB that Hyatt ran by five times got drafted. Hi, Matt. That's like a second round <laughs> pick by the Falcons, I think. He got right? ripped apart. Yeah, by D Light's Falcons. I, I, he he was like, fit right in down there. Goldbrick's Falcons. It was almost Goldbrick like, and Joshy Boy's Falcons. <laughs> he. It was almost as though he had had to rush onto the field and didn't even know where he was supposed to line up. And oops, here comes Hyatt. And uh, Lister so yeah. So our Lister I, I don't party. think Tennessee should be. It's not in a situation anymore where it can look at somebody and say. Oh no, we can't beat that team. Can't beat Texas. Can't beat Oklahoma. <laughs> Texas scored forty-two points on uh, Brent Venables' defense. Brent Venables supposed to be a defensive guru. Right. How do you think he'll do against uh, Heupel? Think, think about the joy you get if you to see Heupel put a fifty burger up on Oklahoma. <laughs> how how just fun that would be. Yeah, and Oklahoma's put up a fifty on a lot of people through the years, but they don't have that out of, I, but we all know, I think Matt, we all you, know. Why are you huh? sucking up to him, Matt? Hopefully. Matt, why are you doing this? You know you hate this schedule. You know you hate what he's put together. Why are you doing this, man? Maybe Matt just likes me. I don't think that's no, I, I think it's kind of intriguing. I, I think this is a great time to play Oklahoma because they have just a total boob for a coach. Texas <laughs> is always going to be in that 7-9 to nine win range. I mean, and, you know, maybe you wait a year or two and you beat them when Arch is the quarterback. That'd be a little more satisfying. But, I mean, you're, you're going to play in the SEC. If you go 10-2, and 9-3, and three, you're going to be in the playoffs. So why, why not challenge yourselves and give your fans some fun games? But see, but see you're right. See, I still – I believe with that schedule at 9-3, and three, you're in the playoff because one of those SEC teams is going to win. It's in – and Tennessee with that schedule. See, right now I look right, at this. Pro- huh? You're right about that. If you don't pat- yeah. don't patronize me, Tony. No, when you, patron- when you jump off yeah. and you play somebody, see that's why I think these teams are going to police themselves and they're going to beef up their non-league schedules a little bit because strength of schedule is going to matter in terms of who gets in and who doesn't. And um, so I, I think it's going to force these teams to play somebody out of the league uh look if you're going to play an eight-game schedule all kidding aside you're going to have to play some people what'll be really interesting john when they dole out nick saban's eight will lsu auburn and tennessee be on that schedule i say it will be because it has to because they have to figure something out until they figure out which of the traditional rivalries they're going to pull apart and so how you work Texas and Oklahoma into that, do they do, do 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 one of those teams end up on everybody's schedule and one on the other? Do some, do some LSU, programs get two? Go ahead. Auburn Brian. and Tennessee on Alabama's schedule is tougher than Tennessee's schedule that you proposed. John I think. Is that true, John? Um Auburn has still got a see I really with look three, at this. Freeze there. They're a hot mess oh, though. Oh no, they'll be they're gonna start keep getting better. Okay, we're talking about 24. I forgot. Yeah, we're not talking right. about 23. That's so, right. That's right. yes, I think it, that's very possible because I think uh, the Heat will be on Venables unless he wins big this year. I know that sounds harsh. You, but don't, you don't hire football coaches, head coaches like Ted Nugent. You just don't, as a rule. 
I look at the guy and I want to like sing Wango Tango and Cat Scratch Fever and see him swing from a vine over their student section. No offense to him. <laughs> or watch him go like do a hunting video. You ever seen one of Ted Nugent's hunting videos? John, he's an absolute nut job, Ted Nugent. You like him? I know he is, but I, no, I never saw the hunting videos. I, I'm not a big hunter, so that, yeah, probably thought my time could be spent more wisely than that. But, Interesting. Uh, yeah. So I just think, see, I think LSU, I would much rather play Texas, Oklahoma than LSU. I wouldn't want to play LSU. It's getting better under Brian Kelly. I mean, it's. It's throwing around NIL money in all sports. I think they're um, personally being bankrolled by the Saudis. They're they're spending like drunken sailors on baseball, women's basketball. The they want to win in every. Well, here's money? the thing, though, Tony. They have a personal injury attorney down there, Gordon McKernan, big he, fan. Is he Saudi Arabian? I told, I told you this. He's not a Saudi. And if he's a Saudi sympathizer, I don't know that. But he's making a lot of money, apparently. And he's on a billboard about, seems like, every 10 feet in Baton Rouge. He's up there with Kim Mulkey. He's up there with uh, football players. And uh, maybe that's where Marcus Garza, maybe he needs to step up. Maybe you're close to him, Tony. Why don't you tell him? Garza Law Garza, Garza Law, extra innings coming up Saturday after our listener watch party over at Corner 16. John, we'd love to have you out there, you and your lovely, out there, our listener watch party. Maybe I'll bring my guitar, Serenade Will Lauren come? That lead singer. Yeah, and get that lead singer in there, and I might think about it. Uh, I. Uh, John told me off the air, he said, you and Lance are very fortunate. Because you guys got carried around by her the other No, time. I thought he was really good. And you were, too. I couldn't see you. <laughs> I couldn't see you, Tony. I hide. Hey, man, I hide when I'm playing music. Well, no, not, it was know. just the view I had. I could see Lauren. Yep. I could peer over at you. Yeah. And uh, it did bother me. Melinda goes, well, we can't. you still can't see Tony. I said, I know. I was like, why is John in obstructed view? And then it dawned on me, he doesn't want to see me. Matt, I had to peer around this bar like a beam to see John. And every once in a while, I'd make eye contact with him, and he would go, boom, move himself over so the bar was hiding him. I saw yeah. you, John, over there. You were like, oh, I, know you, you, I, I know what you look like, Tony. I mean, we worked together, so oh, I, I didn't feel so incredible. So I was I kind of fixated on Lauren, I'll have to admit. Well. Somebody sent me some photos of me the other day, and I was like, God, I look good up there. <laughs> so, um, I mean, when you got it, you got So here we are. We're a couple days out. John, I was waiting for your column regarding, and by the way, if you have a thought on the schedule that John's proposed for Tennessee for next year, which is Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Texas, Candy, Kentucky, Missouri, Florida. I'll read it again. Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Texas, Candy, Kentucky, Missouri, Florida. That's his eight next year for five, Tennessee. Five sure wins there. He calls them five sure wins. I'm sure that our, our listeners in the Sunshine State will be glad to know we're, we're now calling the Florida game. Well, 
who I mean, owned what do you us. think it is? Matt, are what you, do you think? Matt, are you calling Florida a guaranteed win on here? Uh, for this year, no. I mean, I, I think it's a game. I expect Tennessee to win, and they should win, but I'm, I'm – no, not, not, not in Gainesville. What about for next year on his proposed schedule? Uh – I, I mean, right now I'd say yes, but a lot can change in a year and a half. Tennessee will have Nico at quarterback then in 24. That's right. Who, who will Florida have? Uh, does Graham Mertz have a couple of years of eligibility? A redshirt freshman going out there or a sophomore with limited playing time. One way or another, that's what uh, Nico will be. Probably an inexperienced football player navigating that schedule, which we haven't discussed, but certainly bears uh, discussion. However, and you and I talked to some of the same people, John, the, the returns on him are that, and the scuttlebutt is that he's extremely, extremely impressive. Like, real smart, real football savvy, uh, been very deferential toward uh, the other quarterbacks, has not been a look-at-me guy has not been a, hey, I'm the NIL bonus baby. <laughs> you know, that's a term we haven't heard in forever, but in baseball they used to call them the bonus babies. Yeah. Which is basically what we've done in the NIL era. When you pay one guy what five people are making, you're creating a bonus baby system. Maybe we need to, maybe we need to bring that term back uh, and recycle that term just to keep the environment uh, safe and pure. Uh, but anyway... So, I guess you throw that into the hat there, John, that you're going to have an inexperienced quarterback out there. In Josh Heupel's offense, I mean, I think he'll play quite a bit this season. And I don't think yeah. he'll go into the 24 season inexperienced. And everything I heard about him, he's the real deal. So, yep. and also you look at how Tennessee's recruiting Tennessee's roster, the way it's re- Tennessee is recruiting now, Tennessee will keep getting better. I go back to that first season. I, I think that's the one to really, to really focus on, to look at the potential of the program under Heupel. He can really coach. How many? It lost from I'm thinking eight to ten starters. Yep. And some of those guys were pretty good. Yes. Some of them were, were pretty good, and. And so he's bringing in players that couldn't couldn't beat those guys out. And this, this is all he's got to work with. So he's got a reduced roster. He's had a talent attrition, and he won seven games. Well, Brian and he Hartman, averaged almost yeah. 40 points a game with that team. Hartman told me off the air yesterday that, you know, Sean Sinclair didn't make many good points yesterday. But one of the <laughs> ones that he did make, and Brian had a good point when he told me that, was when they added Mackenzie Milton to their staff in sort of an analyst capacity, he's going to really be able to help Joe Milton and the other young quarterbacks, including Nico, grow because he knows every nook and cranny of that offense. And so he'll be coaching those guys, pulling them aside. And Mackenzie Milton, you know, if he didn't get hurt, before his injury, he was a great, great college quarterback. A great player. And, and he flourished in that guy. system. I tell you, if he wants to go into coaching, starting here, 
getting further enmeshed in this system. He could be a star to watch in the future. And coach, he could be Tennessee's offensive coordinator. He really could be. Kind of well, like Major Applewhite, the way he ascended through the ranks. I mean, it's not far-fetched to think that if you hung around for a couple of years. Well, so well, maybe he'll be the head coach one day. Josh Heupel goes off and to the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I keep thinking the Heupel thing's just not, it can't be real. Matt, you ever have that thought? Like, I wake up sometimes and I go, this just couldn't have happened overnight. Because I was expecting to, for this thing to languish till like, 2030, Matt. I really was. Uh, no, I, I don't have that thought, but you keep trying to speak it into existence on here. <laughs> Tony likes to scare people. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. So I was accused of that on Monday, John, when I came on here. And I said, if you want to see Tennessee host a regional this weekend, you better cheer for Penn. And I got ripped. Why is he saying that? He's making that up. Blah, blah, blah. And what I knew was that internally Tennessee had told people, we better see Penn win today or we better get to packing. Once that game ends, we better start preparing to get on the road. Get down there, get acclimated to the heat, all that stuff. So I was speaking from a position of having a little knowledge on the deal. Plus, internally, they didn't think they were going. Internally, or they didn't think they were hosting internally. John, as a columnist, a longtime columnist, and the sport drew 787,000, that Clemson-Tennessee game, Highest-rated game of the weekend by far. It was on ESPN, too. And it was against some pretty good competition. Why don't they have transparency in the sport where fans, broadcasters, writers know that if this happens and this happens, this is going to happen? Instead of this happened, this happened, and now we got to wait to Tuesday to make everybody angry. When really, we should be all celebrating the fact that Tony Valls has made three consecutive super regionals but no this and the game tennessee was involved with got a great national rating and that should all be celebrated but instead we put the we put the focus on the fact that and it is a fact that the auburn uh, ad has a tie to southern miss southern miss has a kid who's tied to uh uh, Matt, what's the tie there with the Southern Miss kid? Is Uncle's grandfather or something? What was the what was the tie, what? Matt? Matt or Brian? What was the tie there? That you know, I, I, I think a guy on the committee's son plays for Southern Miss. There you go. And and Southern Miss was just at Auburn over the weekend where they they could rub elbows with that AD, who's the chair of the committee. And then John, you have this nebulous thing where. And I love Chris Burke to death, and he'll be on here tomorrow to chastise me, no doubt. But the whole concept of teams don't bid money anymore. They just say we want to host. So they don't, they've cut out the backroom deal stuff, if you believe that. Now, John, I'm going to ask you as a, as a longstanding columnist here, do you believe that? Overnight they just said no more money in the game. Well, I, I really respect Chris Burke's uh, knowledge. Uh, he knows the sport as well as anybody, so I, so I, I can't. It's hard for me to challenge that. But in general, uh, it's about the money. Just 
sports is about the money. Uh, look what's happened in the SEC. Look what's going on right now. It's usually about the money. So, yeah, but, I mean, Chris Chris knows this stuff, so maybe he's right. But either way, I think when I looked at it, my first – when I'm watching Tennessee beat Clemson and listening to Lauren saying, and she had a couple of, sub, couple of guys up there with her, listening to Lauren saying there at uh, Calhoun's on the river, uh, I'm thinking – Tennessee's uh, gonna. I'm gonna be sitting on. I'm gonna be sitting on the on the porch with uh, Craig Jenkins next weekend. Yep. Bringing my wife Belinda too. Yep. We're gonna be sitting up there watching the game from yep. that, at left field porch. Yep. But then I got to thinking about it, and Southern Miss has a really good baseball program. Uh, has for a long time. Uh, it has a bigger stadium than Tennessee does. Yes. It's recently renovated. They drew big numbers when they hosted a Super Regional last year against Ole Miss, which won a tough series on its way to the national championship. So then I started thinking, well, this isn't a slam dunk here. And uh, I kind of thought it would. But the more I thought about it, the more I thought, well, just flip a coin because – uh, I think people here, uh, I mean, they're used to the SEC, and Southern Miss is like the third school in Mississippi. But all those programs have good baseball teams from pretty consistently. I know Ole Miss and Mississippi State are down right now, but Ole Miss won a national title last year. Mississippi State won one recently. So there's good baseball play down there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I wasn't, I wasn't totally – shot by by the time it, the news came out. By the way, Matt Dixon's latest TLD Logistics Short Porch, the great Jim Peters, I said, you you heading to Hattiesburg this weekend? He said, are you nuts? He goes everywhere. He said, in that soup? Been pretty soupy down. You grew up in that, John. These They say these months and those parts are literally torture. Like it gets so <laughs> well, it gets so well. Let's do this. I'm gonna get time out because I want to talk to people about the game this week, the games this week, and what you expect. Listener watch party corner sixteen, Pellissippi North Shore. We're gonna have so much fun. We haven't done that in forever. I don't think I've had a listener watch party since Tennessee got eliminated by Michigan in basketball. I was thinking about when our last one was, and I think that was it. And I think after that, I just said, man, I. How well received was that? It was jam, jam packed. But Rick Barnes, tonight the bottle let me down. You're talking about those good old country songs earlier today. The bottle let me down. Barnesy, Barnesy in March, he's like the bottle, gonna let me down. Hopefully Tony Vitello doesn't let us down this weekend. Take a brief timeout. I guess you never know what's going to happen. That's why they play the games. Tennessee is a commanding favorite in Vegas to get out of that regional. That means nothing in baseball. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> and Evan Russell said that he's rather concerned that you're facing a veteran team who made the mistakes last year. Many of the same players, 65% of the same bullpen. 
according to the gentleman who joined us yesterday, Matt. So you're facing a veteran team. A lot to talk about. Can the Vols get through? The conversation continues. Plus, John's thoughts on Live PGA and Rory McIlroy yesterday sang for his dinner. Those of you that were wondering what his reply was going to be, he bellied right up to that bar and sang for his din-din as we continue after this. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter. Like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. 
Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group. Or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group. Land is your legacy. This is T. Willie. I have got one of our favorite people on the phone, Mr. Miles Johnson from Foodland. He's going to let us know all about the great deals they have this week. Miles, how are you doing today? Well, I'm doing great. How about yourself? Doing fantastic. Always a pleasure to talk with you. Uh, let's find out what you got this week. Well, this week we have ground chuck for three seventy nine a pound, Boston butt pork roast a dollar eighty nine a pound, iceberg lettuce ninety nine cents each, that smart sugar four pound bag two for five dollars, and Coca Cola variety six packs three for twelve dollars. All right, great deal. And as always, if you can't remember what we just told you, you can pick up a flyer at the front door. And the staff there is really, really good at helping you out as well. Again, you are open seven days a week, 7 a.m. till 9 p.m., located right there on West 7th Street. Easy in, easy out. Miles, thank you as always, and uh, and we'll talk to you next week. All righty, thank you. All right, have a good day. All right, that was Miles Johnson from Foodland. Thank him very much. And again, you can check out all their great deals. And they're open seven days a week, 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Absolutely an incredible day. Hope you're having a great one. I watched um, the 30 for 32 parts last night on Bill Walton, which aired a couple nights ago. And Bill Walton has this saying where he says everything's fantastic, fantastic. Really incredible documentary on him. Bill Walton is what I call an authentic free spirit. Some would call him a freak, but I say in a in a world in a world full of plastic, fake people, he's not. You know who he is uh, for good well, for good I or mean, bad. The freak factor is so high now. I don't consider him a freak. That's a great point. At one point he was a freak, and now he's like, like now, uh, yeah, no. Uh, uh, it's a really Not good point. All. It's a really good point. I can imagine John back in the kind of conservative seventies, which really weren't that. I'm talking about with older people. How Bill Walton was viewed, though. They showed the the video of him getting arrested last night at a um, Vietnam protest on UCLA's campus when he was a star, like the star basketball player in the land, and he was getting arrested. And uh, they talked about the game that broke the streak against Notre Dame that lives in infamy. And the star point guard on UCLA's team, um, John Wooden, walked up to him at practice and said, I hear you are using marijuana, son. And he said, well, coach, I never smoke it before games. That's what he said to him. Wrong answer. Put him on the bench. Walton said he walked over to me because Walton said at that point I discovered the Grateful Dead. He said, so I was smoking it all the time. He said, 
He walked over to me and said, I hear you're smoking marijuana, son, all the time. Same exact thing. And Walton looked at him and said, Coach, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) He said, so in that game, he said, I played the full game, and he played some of the first half and sat in the second half, and that's when we fell apart and lost the game. So the backstories were always fun. Wooden punished the pot. Well, who was that? That must have been, was that Mike Warren? No. It was Lucius Allen. Little white guy. Little white guy. Oh, I'm thinking of the... I'm thinking of the Lou Alcindor championship. That's what you're thinking of. Yeah, they, because the net. Louis <laughs> weird is, white dude who looks like a hippie to this day. Looks like he, um, you didn't have to ask him the question, are you still smoking it? <laughs> Just like Bill Walton. You don't have to ask Bill Walton, are you still imbibing? I love Bill Walton. His stream of consciousness thing that he does on late night, Pac-10, college basketball games when he just sits on there and just what's interesting about him though and then we'll go to the phones is those of you that work in speech pathology keep doing it those of you that help people with speech impediments keep doing it those of you that have speech impediments don't quit because bill walton they showed interviews with him at that time and he couldn't get his words out couldn't articulate when he first had shin splints bone spurs, whatever was going on with him in Portland, which sidelined him for the better part of his first three seasons there before they won a championship. His teammates were saying he couldn't really put into words what was going on with him. Like, he really struggled to speak. And he was talking about that, how he would do interviews in front of the press, Sean, or talk to journalists, and he couldn't. It's difficult to interview somebody that's going through that. It's very uncomfortable, and you've been there, and so have I. Uh, I wouldn't, uh, yeah, you, it's not the best interview situation, but I wonder if uh, smoking all the pot or weed or whatever your preference is, I wonder if that, <laughs> I wonder if that hurt him. Might have helped him. Might have helped him loosen up. I don't know because. But it could but it was this a psychological thing or an actual uh, uh, speech? Speech huh? impediment that he had from youth. Like okay, they said, he well, was. They said he was a really, really quiet kid growing up. He said I would be off by myself. His mother encouraged. I mean, he's a really interesting guy. It's a great documentary. Let's go back to the phones. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. I love Bill Walton. Uh, for the record, I know some people think he's nuts. I like people that are authentic. That's why I like Barkley. Barkley, you're getting exactly what he thinks. He does not care about you. He does not care what you. He does not here to to kowtow to your sensibilities he's here to just he's paid to be an analyst he's an analyst he's paid for his opinion he gives his opinion let's go to our phones and i find people like that like in my youth howard cosell was a guy i loved because howard cosell when he would look into first of all he would get drunk during games which was next level he would look into a microphone or speak into a microphone and he would say exactly what he's thinking there was no games i love cosell did you like him John or oh, John. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure sports columnists everywhere love Cosell because, in essence, that's what he was doing. He was doing a, he was doing an on Screaming A. Smith, I take him or leave him because that's a shtick. That's a shtick he's doing. Yeah. Uh-huh. The ESPN yeah, he, thing now, that's a shtick. That's, that's all. You take this side, I'll take that side. You take this side. Skip Bayless, you take this side. That's not authentic. Charles Barkley, totally authentic. 
and oh, Howard nice. Cosell was too. And yeah. there was no, uh, you know, he just he just let it go. There was no real filter. Yep. And uh, he thought he was smarter than everybody else. Yep. And in a lot of cases, he was. Yes. Bill Walton, completely authentic, completely weird. And out in left field, which I love too. I love weird out. I'm kind of out in left field myself. So let's go oh, back Tony, to Nobody thinks you're out there. Hello and welcome into our next call. You're alive on the show. It's very brisk phone day today. Hello and welcome in. Hey, Tom. Hey, welcome in. Who's this? Phone's breaking up. I can't hear you. Is this Titan's he, bill? He, he, he stole Titan's bill's phone. Is this Titan's bill? Hello. Hello, welcome. Report. In. Reporting. Polish show. You hear me? Pol- Polish show. Okay, Polish show. Hey, I wanted to get done. Your phone is breaking up, Polish show. Where are you? All right, let's go back to the phone. That's one of his better calls, Brian, a long time. He sounded as lucid and as with it as he sounded in a long time. Let's get our next call in. On your Thursday edition of the Tony Basilio Show, John Adams. I think uh, Rick Barnes got a hold of his phone there. He cut his phone line. John Adams is here presented by our friends at Seniors Helping Seniors. Hello and welcome into our next call. Hello, you're on the air. Now, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on me. Tony, they might have been pausing for emphasis. Did you ever think of that? Do you think there's something going on with our phone lines right now? Hello and welcome into our next call. Tony Hart. <laughs> then there are the times that John pops himself. I love when John pops himself. Matt, is that not great when Adams pops himself? Do you not love it? <laughs> Adams is over there popping he never, for himself. He never gets old. No, he is popping for himself right now. Which you go, John. You go, brother. Uh, hello, caller. Welcome in. Is this Paulish Joe? No, this is Titan's Bill. Oh, okay. Welcome in, buddy. Hi. Is hey for me the Titans? Or are you? Or are you? Or are you going to read me? Are you on Paul's Joe's phone? No, I'm not on Paul. Are they sharing it, like yeah, passing it back and forth? Like, you guys sound like you're playing a game of Whisper Down the Lane, and we're all invited. I mean, what are we doing here? Go ahead. You can you can uh, speak on your topic, and we'll choose to rip you if need be. Okay. Hey, listen, man. I come in base today. I, I'm not here to. I'm not here to rip anybody. I'm here for. I'm here in peace and base. Okay. Fair enough. All right. I believe that in the Titans uniform. If not, maybe for the Patriots, but. Who is going to be in a Titan uniform? Who is going to be in a Titan uniform? DeAndre Hopkins. Another broken down, thir- around thirty year. Brian, how old's DeAndre Hopkins? By the way, Brian, I love the artist rendering of your new stadium down there in Jacksonville. You ought to go down and stay with Doug and Jaxie and visit it when it opens, Brian. Um, Brian, how old's DeAndre Hopkins? He'd been around a while, hadn't he, John? 
He was an early. He is 31 years old. Yeah. Hey, Titans, Bill, that really worked out the last time you signed a guy off the uh, scrap. 31. Hey, those over 30 NFL wide receivers, Sean, that always works. Here's an idea. Why not not give A.J. Brown to the Eagles and just pay him? How was that for an idea? You know, John, A.J. Brown's such a great athlete. He took batting practice for a Phillies game the other day. And that, I, was the type, that was the type of thing that costed John Robinson his job. John, the other day, that's stupidity. AJ Brown took a bat. These guys that are great athletes are great athletes. He took a batting practice for the Phillies game the other day. They said he was smoking balls out of their ballpark, hammering them. And then was somebody, he hitting against a pitching machine? No. Somebody looked up into his past, and he was a dra- he was a draft draftable baseball prospect coming out of high school. He was a power hitting. Uh, well, great. Can you imagine that guy hitting a baseball? Big old AJ Brown. Well, that that makes sense now. Yeah, that's probably why the Titans got rid of him because they were afraid that he was going to go go the major league baseball route. <laughs> Titans, Bill, you guys gave the Eagles a Super Bowl appearance last year. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, your team ain't gonna. Your team is not gonna go this year because look. The Cowboys has improved the themselves. Whoa, 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 they're a media create. They are an absolute creation by some record producer somewhere to get women excited. Give me a break. To get women excited. Well, just to buy, just to get merchandise from young girls uh-uh. and, and young okay. women, like some of the stuff on Matt's uh, playlist. The Titans. Bill, Titans. Bill, are you still there? No, his phone responded like Polish Joe's. And by the way, when when the phone makes that noise, Brian will tell you that does that means I did not detonate anybody. Yes, Brian, is that not true? That is true. Two excellent phone calls, though. Eight six five. We're really off to a great start on the phone lines today. What was Titans Bill's point? I I kind of lost. He wanted. That. To, he was really excited because the Titans are going to sign DeAndre Hopkins. Who listen? Uh, uh-huh. Um, I mean, more power to you. You want to you want to deal for thirty one year old wide receivers? I'm not here to poo poo anything. Maybe the guy will be great. Generally speaking, in the NFL, when you're signing a wide receiver over the age of thirty, John, are you should the guy buy a house or rent a house in that market where he's going? I'm not trying to be funny here. Uh, I would take a thirty one year old Jerry Rice any day. Yeah, but is Jerry Rice was he ever going to come available, and would he be available in today's NFL? About in DeAndre fact, I Hopkins. might take Jerry Rice at his current age over DeAndre over some Hopkins. Of the guys I've seen over you know, DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins. Hey, who was the guy that the Cowboys? Or the Cow- Who was the guy that the um, Titans took that was from Atlanta? Who was Gas Brian? And the Titan fans were all excited about it. Who was that a couple years ago? Oh, Julio Jones. Oh, he was gassed. And 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 the Patriots took him too, didn't they? Did they get Julio a shot? No, no, Tampa Bay. I'm thinking Tom Brady. Somebody Tampa gave him a Bay shot, took him. And he was gassed. Just done. Gassed. Cooked. Let's go back to our phones. Let's see who this is. Hello and welcome in. Hi, Tony. 
Hey, uh-huh. what's up, Josh? How you doing, brother? Doing good, man. I uh, Tony, can you bring some light to the darkness here on this uh, Washington D.C. trip? That all these uh, scumbags seem to be trying to rip these kids off. I, I don't, I don't understand what's going on up there. What are they asking for anyway? So they want the federal government to put guardrails on NIL. And they want federal legislation because what's what's happened is it's become basically a war to the states. And each particular state is setting its own policy. Texas, for instance, is going to give, if, if the other states don't act, Texas is right now is way out in front on this thing. They're going to allow the schools to bring it almost inside and they've told the NCA, don't you dare mess with our member institutions or we'll sue you. Don't you mess come, with Texas. You come inside our state and you try to mess with our institutions who are going to borderline bring this thing inside. See, at Tennessee, Danny White still has to see nothing and know nothing. At Texas, they're going to allow their institutions, if you read up on it, to have ownership of it, to guide it from within the university. And, John, that's a big deal. That's a, that's a big deal. Well, don't you think other states will follow suit? Well, because they they don't want to be at a competitive disadvantage. I hate it when sports gets into uh, politics and goes to yep goes into the Senate or to the Congress and and um you know say hey we we can't figure this out uh, you do it. Why didn't somebody think about this ahead of time? Where did, in what direction did they really think the NIL would go? Did they really believe that you wouldn't be that it wouldn't be used that the NIL money wouldn't be used as a recruiting tool? That you would just pay these guys after they arrived and improved themselves? Nick Saban said the future of the SEC and the NCA is at risk thanks to state based NIL regulation. Oh my God! This is what he Come said. This is what he said before. I mean, how many times has he cried wolf? If you he thought the sport was at risk when they went to the up tempo offense. This is a guy who's had the keys to the kingdom and has dominated the sport. This is what urinates him off. It's right here. If you think there's a disparity, disparity in college football, there's going to be a lot more in the future. Nick Saban said the delegation oh. includes SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey, who has been chirping about. Because he knows that with those two Texas schools joining the league and the other states are going to need to play catch-up law-wise, and and I'm not so sure the other states are going to have the stomach for playing chicken with the NCA, which is what it's going to come down to. The Texas folks are already saying, uh, knock it off, I dare you. It's sitting on my shoulder. NCA, if you want to come get some, we'll see you in court. They've been I think warned. What, They've been warned by the state down there. This is going to be state law. Don't you dare. John, they will never win in a court. The NCA will never win in a court trying no, to restrict. It's, got, it's to restrict on a losing streak. Yes. And, and so what's going to happen is all these other states. And you know how Nick Saban works. works. Yep. He goes out. He screams. He cries. And, and then he does whatever he needs to do to win. But. This is going to create legislation in every yep. every SEC state is going to say, yeah, you can do it any way you want it. We don't care. You, 
your athletic director can go to a recruit's house and give him a ca- a bag full of money. We don't well, care. Here's something that's, that's where it's headed. Here's something, Josh, that I think is great on this deal that not a lot of people are talking about. I probably ought to write about this, but so Saban's delegation, which includes Sankey and himself, several other people from the league, they had a, they had a reception with lawmakers yesterday. Today they're doing individual meetings where they're lobbying these people. That's what they're doing. Well, the folks in the NIL space did not sit still. They're in Washington, too. Yeah, I think Spire was up there. James Clawson is there. James Clawson is there because, look, you either get out in front of it and control the narrative or the narrative is going to control you. And when they went up there, the folks from these collectives needed to go up there as well because don't let Saban control the narrative. You'll end up because yeah, well, you, you'll end up with I, an eight-game schedule if you do. You'll end I'm up with an eight-game schedule. I mean, when is uh, when is these uh, media members going to uh, you know call him out on this? Thank you, too. We got a bunch of old white guys taking advantage, bunch of lower-income white kids. Now they're going to the federal government to make laws. That, that benefits them. So and, if you, and, and, and you said money. it. Listen, listen. If you think for a second that either party wants to be seen as the one that's going to take money away from those mostly a lot of low income, a lot of African American kids, more power to you because that ain't going to exist on this planet. Neither party. If John, that is so stupid of them. Listen, it's, instead I mean, of he getting called it, your caller did, Josh it's said a it, truth. Uh, a bunch of old white guys. I'm an old white guy, and I don't like the old white guys' uh, one-loss record in this era. No doubt about yeah, it. The old white guys are, are on a losing the streak. Guy from, the guy from Arkansas yesterday, uh, John, already made himself look like a fool with his statement. And, uh, I mean... I'm expecting their mouthpieces, the Pete Thamels and the Pat Forties, to come out with a bunch of articles trying to spin this, but I've not heard anybody really tell me what they're even asking for. John, why is it that those guys are so pro-AD? Why is that? A lot of their stuff is source-driven, and so they want to keep those sources, and and they rely on that. So they can't tell the truth at all? At all? No, I, I think they tell the truth a lot of times, but I think there are times when if you've got a valued source as an AD, you you might kind of you're not going to rip your source. I, I, I don't rely on my columns. I don't rely on sources because I want to have equal opportunity ripping. Well, here's what I expect, John. I expect <laughs> I, I see Tommy Tuberville's already commenting, Senator Tommy Tuberville. Yeah, you're gonna see a bunch of congressmen and senators with free football weekends and a bunch of perks. I mean, the media needs to get involved in this. People need to know what's happening here. Well, it's, but, it's but not, Josh, 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 toothpaste it doesn't matter what they in. do. That's exactly the, right. The, the, this is already set. Once they went to the NIL, yep, it was game over. It's gonna be. It's about the athletes. They're gonna get paid. And there's not, no court is going to go against that. They they open this door, and it's not, it won't be closed. And you just need to deal with it. The state, I mean, I've always contended, even when the payments were under the table in college football, 
and that's been going on since the sport was invented, uh, that if somebody wants to pay somebody to do something, it's not a criminal act. And and, and by the way, here's 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 this just shows you right how we're in a new era. Everybody got really excited, and the gamers out there know what I'm talking about. Those EA Sports games are really awesome, and I'm not even a gamer, but those are that college football game that they have used to have years ago was great because you could like put that thing on automatic mode and see how your team was going to do against other teams. Well, apparently, the collective arm of the inside collective of all the college football players who stand to benefit from this apparently have told the folks at EA Sports, if you think you're using our name, image, and likeness next year, you better be paying us more than what your initial offer was, or they're going to hold out. And see, that just goes to show you. The, $500, that, Tony. Well, That's what they offer. $500 a player. And, and, and they're going to make millions and millions off that video game. And they're going to pay them five. And the player said, uh, you can forget about that. You're going to use my name, image, and likeness. And I'm Nico. And you're going to put me on a video game. And all these Tennessee fans are going to buy it. You're going to be 500 bucks. You better come again. It's interesting, John. The era we're in. These these people thought that these kids were dumb and naive, and these kids were like, no, I'm worth more than that. Or you're not going to pay me anything, and you don't make a game. Tony, I really think because of the way politics have gone, the way the thought process has gone, and the, the fact that so many schools and so many coaches have made so much money, yep. and people are looking at it, and, and still these players, yeah, it's great to get a college scholarship. I mean that's a tremendous that's that's a tremendous bonus to get paid to go to school with the prices of school. I, I get all that, but these schools and these coaches and I think a lot of it has to do with the coaches. The salaries have skyrocketed. Mediocre coaches make four and five million dollars a year. Mediocre. And they move on a whim. Uh Butch hey, Jones I think made I might be million. better off at Oregon State than Kansas. Yeah. I'm out of here. See yeah. ya. Yeah. And so but, now, no, no, I mean, still, I'm still confused. Do you know what the Sankeys and the Sabers yeah. want, and what does the Spires yes. want? I mean, what's Spire, the, Spire wants Spire wants the right to continue to do business. The Sabins and the Sankeys are trying to get the federal government to put guardrails on this to say, this is, for instance, not per se this, but this is the deal. Uh, Legally, this is what you can do as a college related to NIL with players. See, here's the reason colleges are never going to get, never going to bring it 100% inside. Because if they do, then it becomes a Title IX issue. Because what do I do about women's sports athletes? And if I do that, every athlete's going to have to get full benefits, Cadillac benefits. And, and that's what they fought the whole time. And that's why these people are complete pigs. And I want to point you to something about Saban. Saban is the same guy that said, I don't like Lane Kiffin's offense because, or these spread offenses because your kid, kid's hurt. Then he couldn't wait to run one once he realized, hey, I can't win without running one. He's the same guy who advocated for a 3-6 format in the SEC, a nine-game format, till he realized that his three were going to be Auburn, LSU, and now this Tennessee team that's off the deck, 
See, he didn't want that. So now he's he's advocated for an 18 playoff. He's the same guy that was fine with the old system of paying all these players in the back room. Just don't tell me what's going on. Everybody's driving a brand new car. And listen, Alabama fans, that's a truth. That's the damn truth. Y'all cheated like crazy for years and years, and he's the same guy that benefited from it. The only thing he doesn't like about this NIL deal is that it allows the other halves in the league to participate in the process. And he's not getting the number of five-star players he once did, and that's why he wants guardrails on it. It's very simple. Do you know that you know that Georgia by far has the number one NIL program in the country right now? And do you know who's recruiting and who owns the sport right now? It's Georgia, not Nick Saban. If Nick Saban, um, John, had the number one NIL by far in the country, you think he'd be up there in Washington arguing right now? Seeing no, but I, but, I, but Tony, I think he's angling to have the number one NIL program. I mean, he just signed the number one recruiting class. He's, um, well, he better I figure it out. I think he is rallying his supporters that we cannot, we can't win unless we spend. And you guys have got to spend. I'm not spending, but you guys have got to spend. And you've got to support this program. If you want to have a championship program, you have to pay for it. And I think it, I think it will work, regardless of what happens. It's abhorrent to me, with all that's going on in this country, that you want Congress to get involved with college football. Please. There's oh, some... <laughs> That's that should be nowhere near the priority, at the top of the priority list for Congress. Forget it. Yep. Stay out of Congress. None of us figure it out yep. yourselves. You know what, Josh? It's like this. None of us had the foresight. We all knew this was coming. It, I'm not even a bright person. We all saw it coming. All of us. And they they just kept kicking that can down the road. And then they're going to Congress and going, save us. We have no vision. We have no idea. Texas just enacted a law. They're telling the NCA you don't matter. Uh, that's getting ready to happen. And once that happens, Texas is going to operate on a different plane than everybody else in the league. And that's why they're up there. But, but see, Tony, it won't operate on a different plane. Do what, Josh? How, how does it give Texas an advantage over Spire or anyone else? Anytime, you're able, I just don't understand. anytime you're able to bring something inside... Uh, and quote-unquote sanction it and dig out of different funds within a university, which is what's going to happen with those Texas schools. Now I don't have to use – I can use money. I can use money across the board. I can earmark funds. If you go look at it, that's that's my understanding in reading what's happened down there in Texas, and that's what's got these other people concerned. And they want the Congress to go, okay, th- this is the amount of funds. I believe they want a cap. But I would ask Nick Saban, can I cap you? Cap won't work. Can I cap your cap won't work? Can I cap won't work in court? Can I cap your coordinators? Let's all cap this thing. And let's say yesterday was talking about the WNBA players making less than SEC players, yet he made uh, one point five million dollars more than the WNBA president. So and the Arkansas AD said what? What was his great quote? 
I had it today in the blog. I forget what it was. You mentioned it earlier. Uh, he was talking about the uh, women's SEC players making more money than professional WNBA players. Really disgusting uh, to him. Now, is he going to take yeah. less? Yeah, I know. It showed uh, he made like $1.5 million more than the WNBA president made, the president of the league. So, I there's, mean, you know. What plan? There's, there's no stimming. Thank you. There's no stimming the uh, Thank you, the Tom. NL the NIL tide. No. It's not going to happen. They won't win in court. Nope. It, it, it just won't. You need to give up on that. And the, uh, and the truth I mean, is, the truth, LSU's yeah. payroll in women's basketball has got to be higher than any WNBA team. Far. Angel Reese is making millions. They got Haley By Van far. Lith from Louisville. By far. She did. She said she's entering the transfer portal. But no, I won't be making any visits. Well, she knew where she was going. Uh, Anisha Morrow from DePaul. Yep, she's going to LSU. Hey, John, the Anna, and, and here's the other thing: the guy, the girls playing WNBA are playing in total anonymity. Ah, they, they, listen, ESPN can shove that down your throat all they want, but and they people. can put up the graphics all they want during the NBA finals. Nobody's going to watch that. I'm, I'm talking like you talk about nobody. I'm talking like nobody. I'm talking USFL numbers. Well, that's uh, why the players go. That's why the players go to Russia and Turkey to play in the offseason. That's where they make their money. Brief time. It's out. not in the U.S. And by the way, to the president of LSU, that's called free market, and that's correct. So don't tell what? me that they should cut the veteran players so your gal can make the team. What world do you live in, lady? Are you going to quit your job so young up and coming chancellors? can have a crack more after this this is terry wilcox aka the chicken man aka t willie and you're listening to 101.7 fm wkom columbia tennessee at columbia chrysler dodge jeep ram fiat you can always count on us for a great selection of late model low mileage one owner vehicles all have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go you can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool looking to sell your vehicle great news we're paying top dollar for your trade all makes all models and in any condition trade in and trade up today at columbia chrysler dodge jeep ram fiat you can count on us Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call mepainfree.com or call 615-551-9224.
In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Saturday, June 10th, South Music presents J.D. Darling. Now I'm punch drunk, love drunk, sugar, baby. Live at the Mule House in beautiful downtown Columbia, Tennessee. She's from a small town. Celebrating the release of J.D.'s new album, Looking Forward, Thinking Back, with special guest Scout Spear. Tickets available at themulehouse.com or listen here to win. J.D. Darling, live at the Mule House. Brought to you by South Music DIY Dumpsters and Dixieland Management. June is Dairy Month, and the Murray County Farm Bureau salutes our dairy farmers and the dairy industry for the many contributions to our economy and our health. Milk is the original nutritional powerhouse drink with 8 grams of protein and 13 essential nutrients to keep you energized all summer long. Plus, who doesn't like ice cream? Our hardworking dairy farmers are dedicated to dairy and proud to help produce nature's perfect food. When you sit down to your next meal, pour one more glass of milk and celebrate June Dairy Month. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Brian Hartman's got something he'd like to introduce to the show, and we'll begin Hour 2 by saying, Danny White, you're going to have to wait. Danny White's going to have to play the waiting game, I'm afraid. No offense. NBC Sports Chairman Pete Bavacqua, not to be confused with Kurt Bavacqua, Where'd Kurt Vo- Kurt Vo- God, I can't even. Kurt Bavacqua Vo- played Vo- for Vo- your played for your San Diego Padres back in the day. Did he ever play for the Twins? Maybe. To that, I reply maybe. NBC Vo- Chairman Pete Bavacqua will succeed Jack Swarbrick to become Notre Dame's thirteenth athletic director. They did a 
one of those deals, John, where the guy announces a retirement, and here is the successor. So another television guy, another television guy going to become uh, an athletic director, which doesn't surprise me at a place like Notre Dame that wants to stand alone. That makes a lot of sense. Bring a guy in who's got the television background to become your athletic director. I'm sure he's going to love the way that wind blows the top of that flagpole, especially with that, especially with that football program. Because if that Freeman guy, John, were a stock, I would sell, 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 baby. I ain't going buy, sure. buy, buy. That guy he's is recruiting. Gonna be, he's recruiting well, Tony. It doesn't matter. That guy can't. That guy could coach a lick. But let me, without further ado, bring in here uh, Brian Hartman, who's got something he wants to introduce to the uh, to the uh, conversation here. And Twidiots, he's talking to you. Go ahead, Brian. Yeah, what do you think you're doing by constantly trying to go at other fan bases before you play them? And what exactly are you trying to prove, other than the fact you all look like total idiots? All right, Matt Dixon, how do you respond to that since you're one of them? <laughs> Reply to Brian here, Matt. Since you're <laughs> since you're on here, uh, the, the Brian attacking Paul Twitter is is an interesting an interesting choice. Uh, I I don't I don't know. I I saw some of that stuff yesterday. Yes, it's uh, embarrassing. Yeah, it is. I you know, saw that, I don't, every fan base has them. I don't tweet much anymore because I don't want to be lumped in with that. So Brian, what was the most flagrantly inappropriate thing that was said by Tennessee John, fans they on Twitter. Were, John, they were ripping them. They said, you don't even have an Applebee's there. That's well, your who, standard? Who cares? You, what, frozen food? Hey, y'all, I'm going to be at Corner 16 watching the game, eating fresh, drinking fresh drinks, eating fresh food from a place that has its own commissary. Applebee's? That's your dig at Hattiesburg? They don't have a an effing Applebee's? Tony, what if Applebee's wanted to be a sponsor of your program? No. No thanks. What if it paid you a lot of money? I don't care. I mean a lot of money. I don't care. No. What if the Saudis came in and made Applebee's well, better. They're not gonna make Applebee's. You couldn't make Applebee's better. <laughs> and that's a, Brian, some of those some of those digs from our fan base, it's like y'all, can we just enjoy the game? Well, why do they do that, Bri? Bri, why do they have to behave like that, Bri? It's almost like they're in a, some kind of contest with each other. Who can be the most obnoxious? Who can talk the most smack? I remember when I was a, a columnist in Jackson, Mississippi in the yeah. late 70s. And yeah. Mainly doing Ole Miss and Mississippi State games on Saturdays, but yeah. occasionally a Southern Miss game. Southern Miss had the best press box food of anybody, anywhere. Because the man that owned a seafood restaurant there, he catered the press box. Wow. It was outstanding. But they don't have an Applebee. I'll say this. Those folks down there in the Gulf region can cook. They don't have an Applebee, though, Brian. <laughs> you don't have an Applebee. They know how to cook. They know how to put a can you, on. Can I, you I can imagine? Can you imagine taking your Twitter account, opening it up, and typing, you don't have an Applebee? I mean, what the hell? Are, what is wrong with you? Whoever did that, you are a twidiot. A twidiot. That's what you are. No offense. I'm not trying. We're not trying to war with anybody here, Brian. 
I don't mind a little smack talk among fan bases. But, Brian, you're right. And, Matt, shame on you for, for defending the Twidiots on here. I'd rather be a talk show host <laughs> than a Twidiot any day of the week. And I realize talk show hosts get a bad name. Anybody, I'm just staying out of it. No, you're 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 in the middle of defending these people, Brian. I'd rather just not tweet again. Use Twitter to find information. Matt, do you find that stuff? How about this, guys? Can, can we do a position statement on the show? Please don't tweet at recruitable athletes and beg them to come to your school. I mean. Can can all the above here sign off on that? Matt, I'll start with you. Have you ever tweeted at a recruitable athlete, Matt? Uh, no. I find no. that, especially if you're over the age of, say, oh, I don't know, 18, I find that to be very creepy. I don't, re- I don't tweet at professional athletes, Tone. I feel you on that. I don't even tweet at them. I don't, re- I don't tweet at retired professional athletes. I feel you. What about old ever, sports columnists, Brian? John, you tweet have, John, have you ever felt the need to tweet at a recruitable athlete? When's the last no. time you tweeted, John? How many times? I think it's like once in the last four years, right? <laughs> I uh, no. See, my problem, Matt. My problem with Twitter was when it first started, and you know, my company we have a have a Twitter account, and said okay, and then. So I started tweeting, and I would say things like I was in a, and I was I was all about name dropping. So I'm in a Providence Airport, uh, NCAA tournament, coming home, and I just tweet, "Hey, I just saw Jennifer Aniston uh, going through, uh, you know, going through checking in at an airport." Is that true? No. Um, <laughs> and so Jesse Jesse Smithy. Our prep editor at the time texted me saying, John, did you, uh, did you just, you really saw Jennifer Aniston? I said, of course not. I, I just wanted to drop her name to get more attention to my Twitter account. And then I had the horrible news, heard the horrible news that we couldn't lie on Twitter. And then it was kind of like, well, what's the point? You can't point? lie on Twitter. I can't bake you up read stuff? Half of that crap? What do you mean? Half of that made up on Twitter. Let's go to the phones. Well, that was my companies. Oh. Yeah, they, they See, that's kind of the know, point. You should tweet. You shouldn't say anything in a tweet that you wouldn't write in a column. So that was uh, demoralizing to me because I was dropping all kinds of celebrity yeah. names. I mean, social media, right? Sarcastic, though, and tweets. Well, social media, yeah. right? What what would Facebook what would Facebook be like without being able to tell some lies on Facebook? Think about it. Everybody sits there and acts like their life is just hunky dory. Brian, did somebody in our fan base really tweet? By the way, we're having a watch party at Corner Sixteen Saturday, where the steaks are fresh, the seafood is flown in off the off each coast. The food is melt in your mouth. The drinks are incredible. The company's going to be insane. W. Lynn's going to be there with his flag. I'm going to be in attendance. John Adams might show up if the price no, is right. Be, uh, I'll be listening to. Is Lauren playing anywhere else? Did she? Does she have like another band she plays with? By the way, with? John. By the way, um, uh-huh. before we go back to the phones, 
my uh, my sympathies to anybody affected by those wildfires in Canada and the smoke. My my family back home say they can't go outside, can't breathe. If you have any like exposure to that smoke, it's like smoking seven cigarettes. They say on your body, John. I don't know if you've seen that. They canceled the Phillies yeah. game last night. They fan- they canceled the Yankees game last night. The Northeastern Corridor has literally been smoked out and part of the central states. And my question for you, my uh, question for you, John, is, and this is just a question for you, what's that do to birds, like a smoky deal like that? It can't be good for birds, right? Kills them, and it's so thick they can't see, and they run into things. During spring migration, yeah, four out of four out of five birds don't make it. Are you kidding? No, four out of five don't make they it. They fly into things. Well, there are all kinds of obstacles, weather, whatever. Other bigger birds eating them, people shooting them. Um, I mean, you, you try, try to fly to cross half the world and see how you do. One people hate them. One of my favorite with, with their car. One of my favorite yes. things in the Northeast when I lived Plains. there as a kid was looking up Plains. into the sky, looking up into the sky, John, and watching those birds fly south out, off of Maine, out of Canada, and you just see that migration, and there were just packs up, just hundreds of them in the sky. So it's, neat, man. So cool. It's, and, Tony, that was very meta- metaphorical in a way. It was foreshadowing, too, because that's what you did. You flew south. And you didn't get hit by a wind turbine. Uh, I got hit by a few things on my way here. Oh, but let's okay. go to the phones. 865-200-5402. So Brian has taken a stand against the Twidiot Nation. And against Appleby. So, well, you took this... I can't stand you, that stuff. No, I just can't do that's, it. No. no offense. I mean, they gave you a million dollars no, a year to, no. to do your show. Chick-fil-A is fresh, Tom. That's fresh stuff. What? Chick-fil-A. That's called average fast food at best. But it's fresh, Tom. Average fast food at best. But where they get you there is with their customer service. Because when I go there with my kids and they got somebody outside taking your order and then they, you know, that those people have that thing figured out. They shoehorn a bunch of people through one of those deals and they staff the hell out of that thing. So I give them credit well, for that. But their food, at the end of the day, is average on dry ice, no offense, in my opinion. Does it? Does it Applebee's have some kind of service like that too? Back to our phones we go. Let's get our next call in. 865-200-5402. How the fall's going to do. John Adams threw an eight-game schedule at you for 2024. That was so long ago, nobody that, remembers. That live tour thing, uh, this thing with college football and the uh, angry old white men trying to hang on tight, and ain't working. I no. let go. As Yeah, I let go, too. Yeah, sir. You let, make no the shot. Sport professional, you got no shot. Hello and welcome no into shot. our next call. I'm a French compatriot doing today. And the man with the flag will be there at corner 16. W. Lynn, describe a corner 16 watch party that for those who have never been. Describe it, W. Lynn. Well, that's funny. I was going to because uh, 
due to my my health, which is getting better, uh, I, I hadn't attended many of your watch parties. The, the, the last one I was at was for the College World Series yeah. at that corner 16 yeah. I sat next to the late, great Roger. Yeah. And it was unbelievable. And when you and him and Lambrito were waving the flag together, that will never be forgotten by this living fan. We've got photos of that somewhere. Yeah, and that was a wonderful experience. And uh, I'll miss Rod, but I'm going to bring a, a special picture of Rod and some other people to the to the watch party. And uh, it's great food. It's great atmosphere. Uh, Tony, make sure management has plenty of servers. I am going to tip well, and I encourage all the family of the Tony Basilio show, tip your servers well. Because they have great food, and I can't wait, Tony. I just can't wait. I'm fired up. Well, hey, uh, it's going hey, to uh, be an w incredible. Lynn. Go ahead, John. W. Lynn, you have a photo of Roger you're bringing? Yes, I do. It, I'm, I'm going to surprise people with it. It's it's also some other people from the Tennessee Basilio. Tennessee. Yeah, the Tennessee Tony Basilio family. It's my promo oh, code. Oh, no. And Tony, go ahead, John. Hey, hey, W. Lindy, you have a photo of Titans Bill too? No, I don't have a photo of Titans Bill. <laughs> Mate, do you have a photo of his phone? Uh, no, I don't. Or, wow. or, or Polly Joe either. I don't know what happened to Polly. I barely heard one utter well, syllable. Well, he, uh, he stole. He stole Titans Bill's phone. And that teaches us it doesn't pay to steal. Brian, do you think Polly Joe would tweet about Applebee's at those people? Because that sounds like one of his takes. I hope not, Tony. I hope not. But we're not going to a place like that. We're going to a place with authentic good food. That's exactly right. The real deal Holly feel, as a buddy of mine and likes that, to say. I can't wait to see the your family, the Tony Basilio family, and... Uh, it's been a while that we've, you know, got to kind of sit together and cheer and wave the flag, and it's, you know, I'm just fired up for this Southern Miss series, Tony. I mean, I, I've gotten over where it is and all that And, and just to repeat, that place is kid-friendly. It's dog-friendly. They let dogs run around out there on the AstroTurf while we're watching the game, so children are playing different sports and ball and that sort of thing on oh, the AstroTurf. Right. have all that, And, and yeah. so this thing is as family-friendly as humanly possible. There is no reason not to get out there for the 3 o'clock first pitch. Tony, are you talking about the Southern Miss Stadium, or are you talking about where your gig is? We're talking about Corner 16 Okay. on Saturday. I don't know anything about Southern Miss Stadium. And, uh, well, I've heard it's dog-friendly. That's that's a word on the street. That would be absolutely well, hey, John, hey, a John, miserable place like to be. You. I thought he was talking about Southern Miss at first. Dogs on the outfield. Hey, listen, Southern Miss is going to be, John, that heat, it's going to be like 93 degrees there with rain. They're expecting thunder showers at some point. John, oh. for those that aren't acclimated to that, he just sighed. For those not acclimated to that, is it the warmth we feel here or is it a little warmer? Oh, no. In, in fact, you know, I having grown up in South Louisiana, I've never been too hot anywhere else. I used to, we used to play tennis during the middle of the day, and you had to have three different shirts. Uh, 
I think, uh, yeah, it, when people say it's humid here, it's like, I'm kind of like, really? You think this is humid? Uh, it's just, it's very oppressive. And I have friends oppressive. who've lived there a long time, and I don't, I welcome the heat. But they've been in it a long time, and it's wearing them down. They just don't want to go outside. It's just very oppressive. And when you were saying that, when you were painting this just awful picture, what it's going to be like to play there, uh, the only thing to make it worse would be if there were an Applebee's next door. But you were saying how bad it's going to be. I was I flashed back to Tennessee's opening SEC series yep. against Missouri when it was chilly. These guys, and the team, yep. team didn't perform well, and so you're kind of wary of well, will the bad weather, the the oppressive yes. humidity, will that affect Tennessee adversely? Matt, is that a, all kidding aside? Matt, the fact that we might see some rain delays. The fact that it's going to be hotter than 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 Hades there, Dixon, is that a concern to you? That we're going to get off these perfect condition deal with this baseball team is that a, is that a concern? The the weather delays and storms and, and playing in rain would is that would definitely be a concern. Uh, that a lot a lot more than the temperature, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I because this team has kind of shown that they kind of need ideal conditions to play well. Um, but you know, maybe last weekend they they kind of flipped that. But but I I do think that 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 is a, a worry. That is a, a challenge that they'll have to face. I think this the, weekend. The other thing oh. is, and Brian said this earlier, John, which is something the Bears looking at for this deal. You throw Dolander out there, right, in that first game, or or I'm sorry, Lindsay in that first game, and you want to get it, and maybe they throw the Hall kid. The beat writer told me yesterday they have got to win the Hawk kids start or they have no chance. That was his read on this series. He said Southern Miss, when they throw the race, they've got to win that game or they have about zero chance of winning the series, which I respect a guy that will come on the air and say that. What happens if you start a guy and you get one of these 90-minute, two-hour rain delays, John? Think about that. Coach Anderson's got to decide that, Tony. A lightning delay. Or a lightning delay. Like last night. Last it doesn't even have to be raining. Last night, they lightning delayed that game without a drop of rain falling for an hour in the softball. Came back and played an inning, played a half an inning and one out, and then had another hour delay, John. Well, Tony, when you – Tennessee has a great depth, has great depth in pitching. Yep. Yeah. And that's one of its strengths. And and I really think the pitching advantage because of that – that heat and humidity down there, the Southern Miss guys are acclimated to it. It's just going to be another day at the office for those guys. But I really think Tennessee starting pitchers, when they go out there and that heat and humidity hits them, now maybe it's not bad as bad as Tony's saying because Tony is an alarmist. He uh, he exaggerates things. So maybe, it won't, maybe it'll be in the 80s, and maybe the humidity will be – 78 but it's still it's still going to get your attention hey guys if you remember the notre dame super regional was the first real weekend that it was really really hot here last year well that just uh destroyed notre dame you know and we thought that would hurt them because they're from the north 
but you, I just tell every pitcher, all hands on deck. Coach Anderson just has to say they all got to be ready to go, you know. And uh, that truly is their edge, Joe. That pitching staff—that's why they're so hard to beat, man. I, I would not want to see Tennessee in three-game series, especially looking at some of the mid-major. No offense to them, mid-major type arms that Southern Miss had to throw against Penn to get through. And, Matt, two of them were their better pitchers, which might help the Vols. How many uh, pitches did the Hawk kid throw over the weekend, Matt? Do we know? Did you ever calculate that? Dixon? Uh, it was, uh, I think it was 120 on Friday night and then 30 on Monday. So he threw 150 for the regional. So the question becomes, does he pitch Saturday? Does he pitch Sunday? That's the question. What do you think they do, Matt? What's your guess? I think he'll pitch Saturday. Yeah, that's what their their, their, uh, their beat writer said. It's about a 75% chance. The Tennessee team is departing at 4 o'clock today. They're going to get down there a day or so early to get acclimated, which is a good idea. They'll be down there tonight. That's an excellent idea. Yeah. But but I remember last year, W. Limbaugh ended up uh, – I was joking about how the the heat destroyed them, and they had, it was no factor. But I I don't remember Notre Dame having great pitching depth. They didn't. They but, didn't. But here's the thing: I'm not sure people factor this into things enough in the postseason. It's a postseason, and you get your adrenaline going, and this these games really matter. And I think yeah. you can go longer than you normally do. Be interesting to see how Tennessee manages that if it if it comes to that. The other thing is, I people are ripping me, emailing me, and that they're ripping me, saying, "Quit saying it's an advantage to be on the road." I think for this team, I just think they're going to play for each other like they did last I weekend, and I, I think too. being on the road is going to serve them well, just like but it they, served a lot but of you people. Have well. such a- uh, you, a big, passionate fan base. You don't think that gets these guys revved up? Had a horrible road record. I, I don't the, understand that. I think the pressure of postseason baseball on these home teams can weigh them down. Last year's team got swallowed by it. Swallowed by it. And Tony, you mentioned it. I think I think this makes our team closer. They they have to be in the yes. hotel together. Yes. Yes. They're, they're not distracted you know during the bad part of our season we heard all kind of crazy rumors about what was going on they have to come together and they know that this weekend and well uh, yeah and i could see this those guys you know during their downtime and there is downtime as we know in all these services i could see all the guys gathering at applebee's and and having a nice meal. Oh, boy. Hey, uh, hey, hey, th- hey, Tony. Yes. Tony, you, you made a great point. At Missouri, they ha- they should have had a penguin up there. Why don't we get a pet camel and put it in the dugout with us? Thank you. Hey, that might be the beginning of our Saudi collective. Get a pet camel and welcome in the Saudis. Hello and welcome yes. into our next call. Hey, guys, it's Paulie again. Hey, Paulie, are you like on an earpiece? Your phone, we can hardly hear you. Yell into your phone. I'm outside right now. Oh, yell into your phone. Go ahead. You, you. Is that better? Yeah, go ahead. Hey, uh, I got a a question for John. What's his take on the Saudis taking over the tour? John, what do you think of the Saudis taking over the tour? 
Uh, money talks, always has, always will. And the only thing I wish, I wish they were running the UCLA program in 2019. Huh? What does that mean? I, I said I, 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 the only thing, <laughs> sorry. I, Matt, paid a Matt, buyout. what is that, Matt? <laughs> he got his shot in. Oh, they would have paid Barnes' oh. buy. God, oh. you did not do that on oh, here. Holy playing chess. You're playing just oh. worked in a shot on Barnes, and you're out of here. Well done. Well, well done, Polly. Well done. You are out of here. That is ridiculous. Man, that was from left field. That was a, a line throw, a 90-mile-an-hour fastball from left field. Listener watch party corner 16 is going to be un. Freaking real on Saturday, three o'clock start. We're going to be out of Pellissippi Parkway. Perhaps Polly Joe will bring. If he comes, maybe we'll get him assigned uh, uh, Rick Barnes eight by ten. As we continue after this, this is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM one hundred one point seven FM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. 
more high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I'm a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, memsmodernlandscape.com. That's memsmodernlandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard, the same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg, we do our best for you. Summer's coming, let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. Okay, fellas, game's on the line. Let's get it right. Frank, you were closest. Was it fair or foul? Uh, I don't know. I was distracted. Distracted? By what? Well, you know, it's a loud crowd. These lights are awful bright. I just won big on a Tennessee Lottery instant game. And again, the lighting here. Somebody ought to say something. You've got new instant games? Yeah. Enough to share? Of course. Fair ball! Have a ball with new instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. With the new hot games from the Tennessee Lottery, Cold Hard Cash is waiting to take your summer fun to the next level. And with sizzling top prizes of up to $500,000, these games could have what you need to make every day fun in the sun. Oh yeah, this summer is going to be a scorcher. Grab the new hot games today at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer. But careful, they're hot. The Tennessee Lottery, game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. TB back with you, Matt Dixon, as we get closer to this deal, which is something we're going to talk about tomorrow. Are you feeling less or more confident about Tennessee baseball escaping and landing in Omaha after this crazy year? And if they get that team to Omaha, it's one of the great coaching jobs that we've seen around here in anything. But where are you, Matt, on that? Uh, I, I about about the same. I I think Tennessee's the favorite. They're the better team. Yep. Uh, they they've been in these environments before. Uh, they've gone on the road in this league and, and kind of had the battle and and lost a lot of those battles. But I I just think they're they're prepared for this. And if they go out and, and play the way that they did this past weekend, without question, they're they're going to end up in Omaha. What do you think, John? Well, uh, it's so unpredictable. It's such a crazy it, sport. It is. It really is. And and one game doesn't tell you where the next game will, is headed. And and one series doesn't doesn't give any assurances how you will play in the next series. We we just seen that all year with this team. I tell you what, the Southern Miss coach been there twenty three years. It's his it's his farewell at that Pete Taylor Park. It's his oh. goodbye games. And uh, watch that. Uh, watch Southern Miss last year in the tournament. Man, those guys play with a lot of fire. 
And and you guys mentioned it earlier about the veteran players that were a part of this team last year yes. that didn't make it to Omaha. Uh, kind of thought thought back to Notre Dame that beat Tennessee in the Super Regional. I mean, they had some experienced players on that team. They had a lot of experienced players. And uh, I think Southern Miss will be a, a really tough out. You sound like you're thinking that we're going to lose. Would that shock you? I have to think about that. Well, I'll tell you something I haven't considered that came to me yesterday. Hey, Matt, Tennessee winning that game against Clemson, that was team of destiny stuff. You know, we use that term in baseball a lot for these teams that just, you know, fortune smiles on them. There were so many things that had to happen in that game for them to get through, Matt. I don't know if you guys have had that thought, but that was uh, – I'm not claiming they are, but that was a really fortunate win for Tennessee. But Really fortunate. That was Team of Destiny stuff, man, Saturday night. But, but Tony, the thing about baseball, and, and I didn't really start – I didn't start following college baseball much till Tony Vitello came here and uh, resurrected the program. But what I've learned, because I've watched these tournament games for the last few years, uh, man, Team of Destiny, the team wearing that hat, that hat jumps on somebody else's head real fast. You think your team's a Team of Destiny, and then here comes somebody else that's even more destined. It is just, and I wrote this going into the NCAA tournament. I just didn't know what Tennessee will do. I I just don't know. I I mean. And, and going into that Clemson series, I wasn't shocked that Tennessee won. I wouldn't have been shocked if it had lost two straight. Um, so it's a better team than Southern Miss. It's got momentum. Uh, so, yeah, it looks like it should win this series, but just the way the season has gone. And I, I mentioned this in a column, too. Uh, man, Chase Dolander, he's... <laughs> He was a weak link of that pitching staff against Clemson. You really need That's him. Pretty to, rough, John. To, huh? That's pretty rough. Well, he was. Look at the numbers, Matt. Do you find that to be a little bit of a rough comment? I mean, he made one mistake. Well, I mean, it might be rough, but it's accurate. Just no. have to check the I, numbers. I think he, I think he was a little bit better than his numbers indicated. Because, like, like you said, he, he just had the, the one three-run bomb. But you're also comparing him to, to what Lindsey and Bean did, and those guys those guys were incredible. So that's a, it's, it's an extremely high bar, but he has been the, the kind of weak link. Really, all year he's kind of been that. Well, see, the way I look at it, Clemson's got this guy going. What was his name? Uh, Bryce? Uh, Caden Grice. Grice. Yeah, that, that, uh, insane. He, he was, he was on his insane. game. Insane. And he was, so to me, when you're going against a pitcher like that and, and you've got your supposed ace going, that's where he's got to just slam the door shut. And he hasn't done that all year. He doesn't win those kind of games. John Adams oh. presented by our friends at Seniors Helping Seniors online at seniorshelpingseniors.com. John's a senior there ripping a senior in Chase Dolander, which does happen from time to time on here. And, uh, you know, the the thing about Dolander is if I'd have told you guys that Dolander was going to struggle 
and fall out of the 1-1 slot before the season, Blake Burke was going to absolutely lose his confidence to the point where he hit a ball the other way the other day that got through the infield, and he was over there celebrating, fist-pumping on first base like he accomplished something. <laughs> and I don't blame him because the way it was going for him, I would have had a ticker tape parade for myself and, and, and uh, buy myself flowers, as Miley Cyrus likes to say. The other, uh, the other um, thing that occurred this year is that Chase Burns was going to lose his confidence to the point where he ended up in Tennessee's bullpen. And those three things happen, and they're on the precipice of going to Omaha. Now, those are three pretty significant things right there that have occurred with this baseball team. And they are very close, very close to getting to Omaha, which is shows you it shows you the, the depth that this team had of pitching, which is why people love them from the outset of the year. It also shows you that Tony Valls and his coaching staff have a pretty good idea of what they're doing. Because those are three legitimate impediments that have occurred. And, John, you're right. I mean, what you're saying about Dolander, he was a weak link to the Clemson. He probably struggled more than anybody on the mound all weekend, if you stop and think about it, in Tennessee's pitching staff. I mean, oh, there's, even pull the, pull there's the no doubt about it. Further. It, here's the thing with, I mean, you watch him when he's in a groove and when, yep. he's, when things are going well yep. and he looks dominant. But you can't be fooled by that. Uh, no, it's, it seems like when he gets in trouble, uh, he can't pitch out of it. For example, uh, Chase Burns came in uh, in relief. He's got the bases loaded yeah. and nobody out. Yep. If Chase Dolander had been in that situation, do you think Do uh, Tony Vitello would have left him in the game? No way in a million years. There's no way. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. It's time to put a Dodge in your garage. And at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us for all the muscle you need. We have a huge inventory to choose from, from the spine-tingling 2021 Dodge Charger SRT to the 2021 Dodge Challenger Superstock. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Yep, at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're flexing our Motor City muscle. You can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. 
Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job and fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today. 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia to 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Spring is here and we are ready. We carry a full line of steel, echo, and chindawa yard equipment. We also have a great selection of grass seed, fertilizer, and garden supplies. With the most knowledgeable sales staff in Southern Middle Tennessee, come check us out at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard, Columbia, Tennessee. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Is this the year to get a John Deere compact tractor from TriGreen? Well, you know they're tried and true machines that are built to last. Now's the time to get a compact tractor with 0% for 84-month financing with no money down. When you get a 3025E with a loader for $280 a month, that's a price that just won't last long. We also have a 1025R tractor starting at $231 per month or choose $1,500 cash discount. Either one can make your year. Visit TriGreenEquipment.com to learn more. Offer ends July 31, 2023. Some restrictions apply. See dealer for details. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Want to experience Spring Hill in one day under one roof? Now is your chance. Spring Hill's most popular annual community event, Experience Spring Hill The Event, presented by Liberty Federal Credit Union, is back and jam-packed with fun at Summit High School on Saturday, June 24th from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. You can learn more about this exciting event at experiencespringhill.com. We hope to see you there. 
Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit taylorfamilyfarmtn.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. This is T. Willie. I have got one of our favorite people on the phone, Mr. Miles Johnson from Foodland. He's going to let us know all about the great deals they have this week. Miles, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. How about yourself? Doing fantastic. Always a pleasure to talk with you. Uh, let's find out what you got this week. Well, this week we have ground chuck for $3.79 a pound, Boston butt pork roast, $1.89 a pound, iceberg lettuce, 99 cents each, that smart sugar, four pound bag, two for $5, and Coca Cola variety, six packs, three for $12. All right, great deal. And as always, if you can't remember what we just told you, you can pick up a flyer at the front door. And the staff there is really, really good at helping you out as well. Again, you are open seven days a week, 7 a.m. till 9 p.m., located right there on West 7th Street. Easy in, easy out. Miles, thank you as always, and uh, and we'll talk to you next week. All righty, thank you. All right, have a good day. All right, that was Miles Johnson from Foodland. Thank him very much. And again, you can check out all their great deals. And they're open seven days a week, 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee.